Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my goodness. Somehow we're at the end of July, and I'm not sure how that happened, but here we are. (laughs) Okay, so welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Wonderment podcast. I am super excited. We are wrapping up our series on basically summer. It feels like kind of a generic topic, but we've been talking about enjoying summer, um, embracing flexibility, and staying consistent. Because often summer is a time when like life changes, right? Um, It's really busy. And so that's why I'm finishing up this series with today's topic, which is how to hold on to peace during the summer. Um, Because it's super busy, right? Like often everyone wants to hang out. The kids are home from school. You're trying to juggle all the things. Maybe you still have a part-time job or a full-time job and you just have a lot on your plate and the pressure to do more, to get the kids to experience more, to do all the things, it just can feel like a lot. And so I really wanted to chat about how to hold on to your peace when life is feeling a little bit chaotic. And again, this does not have to be just for summer. Um, It can apply to any season. Um, This is also, I feel like, especially hard if you struggle with people pleasing and wanting to make everyone happy. Or maybe you're like me and you want to like enjoy the heck out of it. And so you end up kind of overfilling or overcommitting, um, saying yes to too many things, saying yes to all the fun things, which is, is great and all, but not at the expense of the rest of your life, right? Of the other things that are kind of falling apart in the background. And so that's what I want to talk about today is just trying to um, find ways to embrace peace and to hold on to that peace in the middle of a different life, of a different season, of something that's feeling a little chaotic. So the first thing that I want to remind you of, mindset shift number one, is that you have been given charge of your time, right? Time is a gift. And it's something that we have the ability to share, to give to others, to use, um, to utilize, however you want to word it. There are so many different things that we can use our time for. Um, But we have charge of our time, right? We are the ones that say, I'm going to use my time in this way or I'm going to use it over here. What we do not have to do is to give up that charge to someone else. And when you struggle with people pleasing or when you want to have all the fun or um, you're not sure what your priorities are, what happens is we end up giving control of our time to other people. We give it to other things like devices. We give up control of our time to our telephone, to our Netflix habit, to whatever. And again, I'm not saying that any of those things are bad things in, in and of themselves. Giving time to your friends is awesome, but giving up control of your time to your friends do you see the difference there there's a huge huge difference 
between giving your time and sharing your time versus giving over control of your time. So this is a huge mindset shift that I really hope makes sense and I hope you adopt because if you struggle with people pleasing like I do and like a lot of people do, it can be a huge help to remember that you are in charge of your time. So how do we take back charge of our time and be in charge of our time when life is chaotic, right? How do we find that peace and create that peace in our life? And you probably guessed it. I'm going to talk about priorities again. (laughs) I can't help it. Um, What I have found in life is often we get really, really busy doing all the things, right? You get text messages, you answer to them, you answer them right away. People call you, you answer the phone. So-and-so says they have a question, you jump. So-and-so wants to hang out, we jump. We jump all the time. We, I've found that I really struggle with this, particularly with um, my phone and um, with friends. And it's not that I don't think friends are good. I think friends are amazing and I have some wonderful friends in my life. But what I was finding is that I was giving so much of my time, giving charge of my time to all of these fun things. I was kind of letting fun rule. And if you know me, you know that I love to have a good time. I love adventure. I love spontaneity. So there's nothing wrong with that. But the question isn't, is it okay to have fun? The question is, is it okay to give over control of my time just to have fun? Is it worth it? Is it worth the stress and the chaos of saying yes to every fun thing and then coming home at night and noticing that the entire house looks like a bomb went off because I've not been prioritizing our home? What happens when we are constantly, when we are not in charge of our time, we are constantly um, saying yes to answering a million text messages, to responding to things right away, to um, answering the phone immediately, to checking all the notifications on social media. We're responding to all of these things out of a defense mode. It's a defensive um, posture to feel like you have to respond right now, to feel like you have to take care of this, to feel like I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And we end up saying yes to things out of a place of defense. And I I was raised to watch basketball. My daddy loves basketball. So all I can think of is um, like that basketball chant is always like defense, defense, right? If you're, I'm sorry, I'm not a sports person, but I will never I will never get that (laughs) out of my head. (laughs) I don't want you to stay in defense mode because when you are in that mode, you make poorer decisions and you're making decisions kind of like by the seat of your pants. You're just flying with what's coming next instead of thinking more offensively. Priorities allow you to think and use your time from offense mode. You're, you're going at it from a position of these are the things that matter. Your priorities are three to five things that matter the absolute most to you. So when someone asks you, hey, can you do this? Hey, do you want to go here? Hey, what about this? You have a list of filters to run that decision through. So for me, if someone says, hey, do you want to go to Target? I can think, okay, um, is it going to take away from the things that I wanted to do with or for the kids today? 
Is it going to take away from my health, which is our nutrition, our food, our my exercise, all of those things? Is it going to take away from my home? Is it going to stop me from doing the projects that I need to do in my home? If it's a if I want to do it anyway and one of those things or two of those things can be set aside, that's not always a bad thing. It just helps me to back up and get intentional before I say yes or no. It helps me decide if I consider it to be worth it to let the laundry pile for another day. Is it worth it? Sometimes it is. Like, that's okay. But it just helps you get really intentional so that you are no longer feeling frustrated and like you're constantly adding all these things to your schedule and the chaos is building and you're losing your sense of peace, right? The other thing that has really helped for me is to take the guilt out of decision making. And this is crucial if you are a people pleaser. If you are trying to make everyone happy, this process of having these priorities can really help you take the guilt out. Because if, at least for me, because now you know what matters. And so if someone asks you to do something and it doesn't fall in the line of things that matter, guess what? I know that me spending my time on this thing over here is actually going to do my people, my family, my home, our life a disservice. I'm not going to be taking care of my relationship as good. My relationship with the kids will not be as good. Our home is going to fall apart, which is going to make our family frustrated because we live here and, and we need it to function properly. So it really has helped me get a better sense of how I can use my time wisely and to not give up control And it takes the guilt and the frustration and shame out of making decisions or saying no or sometimes saying yes and letting certain things go because it's worth it for the joy and the fun of that experience, right? Okay, I hope that makes sense. Okay, the next thing that I want to chat about is kind of a mind-blowing, mind-blowing mindset shift for me at least. Um, Peace is a choice. (laughs) And if peace is a choice, you can choose to lay it down, even in chaos, or you can choose to keep it. And when I began to realize that I was choosing to lay down my peace, and um, I was choosing to let it be stressful and let it be chaotic and let that overwhelming feeling kind of take over, that it was literally up to me. And so... It's kind of mind-blowing when you actually stop and think about this that we we have peace. You can have peace whenever you want. You can choose peace whenever you want. And letting go of that peace is a choice. We can choose to allow the chaos and the stress to be overwhelming, to be stressful, to um, cause us to cause our heart rate to rise, to tell us that um, it's all going to fall apart, whatever those things that we um, experience when we're feeling really stressed and overwhelmed or chaotic, we get to choose whether we believe those or not. And I know that sounds really easy, but also really hard. And it is, it's really easy, but it's also really, really hard. A few weeks ago, I woke up super, super late. I woke up at the time that I usually leave for my weight trainer. Like it was bad late. And I thought, oh no, immediately I could feel my adrenaline rush. I was like, I need to get up. We need to get going. I don't want to miss it. And I started to get in that mode of anxiety and overwhelm and chaos, right? 
And I went to wake up the kids and I was in this feeling. I was feeling this chaos and stress and anxiety and overwhelm. And I immediately realized this is my moment to change this right now. Before I wake up the kids, I need to get my mental state and my emotional state in control and I need to choose to not lay down my peace. And so I took a moment, I thought about it, and I was like, all right, I'm going to not let this be stressful. I'm not going to allow this to be stressful, even if we have to move quickly, even if we decide that we want to go ahead and do it. And I thought, it's going to be a relaxing, busy, so help me, right? (laughs) So I woke up the kids and I I let them know. I said, all right, kids, I'm going to let you guys help me decide. We woke up really late. Would you like to go to um, our weight trainer's house? Because she has kids and they love playing with their kids. Um, Would you like to go? If If that is what you want, then I need you guys to move as quickly and calmly as possible. We need to go to the bathroom, you know, go grab your breakfast out of the fridge, go do, um, fill up your water cups, all the things that they normally do. I said, you need to be willing to do that in very, very fast, like quick time. And they kind of looked at me, they were like rubbing sleep out of their eyes and they were like, yes, we want to go there and we'll do it. And do you know, we were only 10 minutes late. I don't know how we did that. Um, but it was not stressful. And every time I felt like that stress and that adrenaline rush and like that rushed, we got to get there, we got to get there, I would stop myself and say, ironically, it's from the Incredibles. <laughs> Mr. Incredible, when he says, we'll get there when we get there. And I was like, I can't do anything now to get me there any faster. I let my weight trainer know. I was like, hey, I'm running late. If you guys want to start without me, please go for it. I will just slide on in and get in the workout that I can get in whenever I get there. And Um, it was beautiful. Like it was not stressful. It was not overwhelming. It was not chaotic. And the only reason that it wasn't was because I chose to hold on to peace and to not allow the feeling of stress and chaos and overwhelm become my reality. It's literally that easy. I had to do a ton of self-talk that morning. I was talking myself off the ledge all morning, but I really enjoyed it. I was like, okay, we can do a busy morning without the chaos. And it felt so good to know that. And so now when I feel that feeling come up, I'm like, nope, I know this feeling. I have a choice here. Do I want to feed that? Do I want to feed that feeling of stress and overwhelm and anxiety and chaos? Or do I want to choose, I am not going to set down my peace, even if we have to get moving quickly, even if we have to move faster and to, I won't say rush because it is kind of like rushing, but it's also not because you're not laying down your peace in that busyness. I hope that makes sense. And the next thing that I want to chat about is taking a look at something really practical and that's your calendar. <laughs> and if you are not a scheduler like me, if you, well, I am a scheduler now, but um, if you don't love scheduling, if you are not being really intentional with your time, if you struggle with being intentional with your time, then I would really encourage you to do a calendar audit. Now, a calendar audit is not creating a perfect schedule. It's not creating a perfect 
way to squeeze all the things you want to squeeze into your life. It's about creating what your ideal kind of dream day or dream week would look like and then seeing what you're doing and kind of like figuring out where the the dissonance is where the things are that are not matching, that are not meshing. Um, it's not about having a perfect life. Life is never going to be perfect. I will tell you that until the day I die because life is messy and that's okay. It's supposed to be that way. But if you are feeling overwhelmed and you're not being intentional with your time and you struggle to be intentional with your time, with saying yes or no to people, you struggle with people-pleasing, what would it look like if you actually sat down and thought, okay, what is my calendar? What do I have to do? What is absolutely necessary? And just lay out like the big absolutely necessary things and then think, okay, what would I love to do? What am I not making time for that I wish I had time for? What am I doing already that I absolutely utterly hate you know if you're if you love a good slow morning and you wake up 15 minutes before you have to go to work and you're like rushing around the house like a maniac it's not gonna feel peaceful it's gonna feel really stressful and chaotic so what would it look like to sit down with a pretend calendar and figure out what using your time intentionally looks like I bet you're going to be surprised. I bet you're going to be really surprised with how much extra white space you actually have because you may be saying yes to all kinds of things that you don't even realize you're saying yes to. Like checking your text messages every five seconds. Like answering someone back as soon as they send you a comment or a text or a phone call. It You may be giving your time away in areas that aren't as important and then you're losing the areas that are really important to you. So if you want to do a calendar audit, I have a free printout you can do with like a little guide to show you how it works. You can head to chasingwondermit.com forward slash calendar, C-A-L-E-N-D-A-R. Um, another thing that you might be interested in is a little bit of a deep dive into how to choose your priorities and like why those priorities matter so much. And I did an entire podcast episode on that. It's podcast episode 22. And you can head to that by going to chasingwonderment.com forward slash two two just the number 22. And it will take you right to the show notes. You can listen right there. Um, those two things might be really helpful to you as you're trying to figure out what holding on to peace looks like for you for the rest of the summer. And again, with something like a calendar audit, that's not something you have to do just one time. I do that frequently. I teach my clients to do that frequently because life changes, right? We're we're getting kind of middle to end of summer. And so this is like everybody's feel, I feel like we're at the last hurrah, right? Everybody's getting excited for um, all the last minute vacations, for um, all the time that we have together. So now would be a great time to do a calendar audit. But guess what? It'd be really good to do one at the beginning of the school, the school year or um, the beginning of fall the beginning of winter, right at the end of the year when life gets a little crazy again and everybody wants to hang out and there's Christmas carols and cookies to bake and all of those things. So the calendar audit does not have to be a one-time thing. I would so encourage you to do it when you're feeling like your calendar, your schedule is no longer fitting your life. Maybe the things you're doing don't fit in it. 
or the way you're doing things don't fit in like the way that you want to do them. So it's just really, it's a really helpful tool to get you more intentional to kind of help you up level that intentionality. And it can bring a lot of awareness and a lot of peace into your life. So again, you can find the calendar audit at chasingwonderment.com forward slash calendar. You can find more info on priorities and how to create your priorities list in this 22nd episode of the podcast, which is chasingwonderment.com forward slash two, two. Oh my goodness. That was a lot of links. That was a lot of info. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I am delighted that you spent some time listening. I hope it was encouraging. And if you would love a personalized mindset chat, I absolutely love offering those no strings attached. I offer wonder sessions, which are basically half an hour of my time to listen to you, to offer some support, to offer some encouragement, and hopefully give you one simple thing that you can do to start to shift your life so you can start chasing wonderment in a way that works for you. If you are interested in booking a wonder session, again, they're completely free, no strings attached, head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session, W-O-N-D-E-R-S-E-S-S-I-O-N. And that, my friends, is all. I hope you have an amazing rest of this month. I cannot wait to see you in the beginning of August. And um, yeah, to start a whole new series, ah, it's going to be fun. Have a great week. Have a great rest of the month. And friend, whatever you do, keep chasing wonderment. Hey there, if you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.